Welcome to Bo Sanchez Radio. Thank you so much for making me a part of your life. Are you afraid of the devil? I've got news for you. Are you ready? The devil is afraid of you. That's what we're going to talk about today. And I know that this is going to be a great blessing to your life. So hang in there. But in the meantime, I'm going to, I'm going to pronounce a blessing to you. I'm going to pray for you. Are you ready? In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord God, you position us to receive your blessing and you place us in areas where pathways will be open and doorways will be open. And I pray for my friend right now that this will happen today and the next few days, weeks and months. Your abundance will flow in this person's life. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Receive the word of God today. Are you afraid of the devil? You know, when I was a teenager, Sometimes we would go to outreach and we would go to different provinces and we would do ministry work. And my friends and I, we would stay in this old house. And when the house is old, we, we would imagine things like it's haunted. And we would tell horror stories to one another during the evening. So that even if the house had multiple rooms, all of us would stay in one room because we would be so afraid. It was nuts. But here's the thing. A lot of people are afraid of the devil. But here's my message for you. The devil is afraid of you. The gospel for the day specifically on that story. Here it is. In Mark chapter 5, verse 1, it says, Jesus and his disciples came to the other side of the sea, to the territory of the Gerazarenes. When he got out of the boat, at once a man from the tomb, who had an unclean spirit, met him. The man had been dwelling among the tombs and no one could restrain him any longer, even with a chain. This dude was very, very strong. In fact, he had frequently been bound with shackles and chains, but the chains have been pulled apart by him and the shackles smashed and no one was strong enough to subdue him. You know what, guys? I've been in a witness to a lot of demon possession and exorcisms. I've been there. I was the guy who was saying, in Jesus' name, devil, get out. Very tiring. (laughs) Um, I would rather not go into situations like that. But there were moments in my ministry in the past years where I was that guy who was driving out the devil from a guy. And it's true. The, 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 The possessed people are very, very strong. Night and day, among the tombs and on the hillsides, he was always crying out, and bruising himself with stones. Catching sight of Jesus from a distance. Listen to this. He ran. He, he, he ran up and prostrated himself before him, crying out in a loud voice, What have you done with what, what, what have you to do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I adjure you by God, do not torment me. And so on. And, and basically, as, as you continue with the story, Jesus drives out the demons. And, and if you notice, you know, <laughs> the devil was afraid of Jesus. And I, I want to speak this word for you that we're afraid of the devil because we think that the devil is powerful. 
But that simply means you do not know the power that you have because Jesus dwells in you. And if you know that, then you understand fully and embrace it that, yes, you have power over the devil because of Jesus. And it's true there is evil in the world. You know, I was reading an article about Hitler and how six million Jews were killed and how the torture and the suffering that was caused by those concentration camps. And yet I was reading more articles about war wars right now and how people are being killed how women are being raped how children are shooting each other how, how children are have are bearing guns and they're you know it's just there is evil in the world it's for real but friends love is also real in the world and goodness is real in the world and listen to me goodness will always overcome evil. Can I tell you a story? Many years ago, Anoim, our ministry for the poor, welcomed all poor people. Today, Anoim, we only serve, we decided to focus on the abandoned elderly. But years, years ago, we would welcome everybody. So our team of volunteers, they brought home one day a guy who was 60 years old. His name was Jomar. But he was mentally handicapped. And so we knew he, he did not act or speak like he was 16. He was smelling so bad, we knew he had not taken a bath in years. And so here was a guy, he was not in his right mind, and, and we saw, I'm, I'm sorry to gross you out, I hope you're not eating when, while watching this, but there were lies um, crawling all over his body. Kuto. Uh, <laughs> and it, they were just crawling all over his body. It was gross. And, and, uh, and then there were wounds all over. And, and not only that, he had a foul mouth. And he was very mean and very angry and very rude. You know, the moment he would see you and he would lock his eyes on you, the first thing he will say is he'll curse you. He will say, P.I. You know, and, 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 and and, and he'd, he'd, he'd curse you again and again and again. And he would just be so angry. And so what we did was we went back to where we picked him up. And we pieced, you know, together the story. What happened to Jomar? And this is what we found out. His mother abandoned him when he was two years old. Left him in the sidewalk. And the people there, you know, just threw food at him so that he survived. And he was really raised up by the gang and the bullies and the street kids. And, and they, they, they basically bullied him, yes. They taunted him, they teased him, they jeered at him, they ridiculed him, they called him names, they cursed him. That's his world, that was his world. So from, from, for 14 years he was living that day. One day he was, he would sleep in the sidewalk and, and he was sleeping there and one day the, the, the jeepney crushed his foot. And so he, he, he was never treated and he was always, he was always limping. And, and so that, that was the man that we accepted in Anuim. And our team of volunteers, they just decided to love this guy. 
it was very difficult because they, he would curse them. He would be angry at them, but they decided just to love him. They decided to, they, we, we bathed him. We, we fed him. We embraced him. We prayed with him. Every time he would curse us, you know what we would do? You know, when, when he would curse me, I, I would say, I love you. <laughs> and then he would, he would say, P.I.M.O. And, and I would say, I love you, Jomar. And I'll say it with a big smile. And all our volunteers, they would say that. Until one day after, after this, after many weeks, after, after months of just trying to love him and trying to love him, one beautiful day, something happened. Something that never happened before. For the first time, we saw him smile. We, we saw just a beautiful smile on his face. And then as the weeks went by, the cursing was gone. And he began to smile more often. He began to smile more often. Today, after many years, uh, he's just like any ordinary kid. Um, yep, his uh, mental age is about six or seven years old. And the only thing that, that came that we, we, we were never able to remove was that he always has this plastic can, always asking for money. <laughs> but generally, he's just like a kid now and, and he smiles a lot. And what, what I want to share with you in, by that experience is that love conquered evil. Evil was so menacing. Evil was so strong. Evil raised them up. You know, selfish people, uh, mean people, you know, planted seeds of bitterness in him and he was so angry. But because of love, day in and day out, we just loved him and love conquered evil. In your life, is there evil? In your life, have you been hurt and harmed by evil people, by selfish people? Have you been hurt? I'm speaking God's message to you right now. Love will conquer all evil. And I'm going to be praying that light will dispel all darkness in your life. Can I pray for you? Father in heaven, I ask you that your love will flow into your life, into every person praying with me. Father, come. Bless every person. Wrap your arms around each person and let your light dispel all darkness. Let your love flow and overflow this person's life. Bring healing, bring miracles, bring blessing. In Jesus' name, thank you, Father. Amen and amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you so much. God bless you. It's been a joy being able to do this. The Bible says that we need to wear the armor of God. And so that's my prayer for you, that you keep on the shield of faith and the, and the word of God as your sword so that you have a defense and an offense. By the way, my dear friends, just want to invite you. I have a free webinar every Friday at 5 p.m. Philippine time. Every Friday, 5 p.m. Philippine time. I'm giving a series during this time. It, it's composed of five... Uh, Fridays, Mayamang Balikbayan. It's for OFWs and Filipino migrants. Tell people that I talk about the finances and I, I talk about how, yes, you know, we, we, we follow God and we love God and we're good people. We want to be generous, but we need to put our finances in order and become good stewards. So if you want to learn more how to do that, tune in every Friday, 5 p.m., Mayamang Balik Bayan. That's my series, Five Fridays during this time. God bless you, and I will see you there and see you tomorrow as well.